Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, it's Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. I'll tell you, another busy show today. We've got another great uh, guest on the line. Uh, on the line with us right now is Ryan Harmon, who is the CEO and co-founder of Press Cleaners. And Megan, Press Cleaners is a subscription-based dry cleaning and laundry delivery service in Austin, Texas. And they're doing some great things for the homeless. Hey, Ryan, how's it going? Hey, great, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for being on. Now, we have to give a big shout-out to my buddy, David Neff, who uh, referred us to you. He read a great article about you in an Austin magazine and passed it along to me. And I definitely think, yeah, David, thank you, man. And there's two big reasons that you need to look up David Neff in Austin. First thing is he has a rocking Halloween party, Ryan, okay? And he has the best hair in Austin. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, I mean. That, that is that is a title to hold in this city. And, that's and right. It sounds like I have a year to get on the, the that's list right. for the Halloween party. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and right now, because of November, he is growing an epic mustache uh, for the month of November so people can donate to his campaign, too. I'll have to put his page in there. Maybe we can we can add that to our show notes and thank David. And I have to make a donation to him anyway. So, But great program. So, Ryan, tell us a little bit about, first of all, let's talk about uh, Press Cleaners. How long you've been around for? You know, what the business is all about? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Press came about, uh, I guess, almost a year ago now with a concept of you know, bringing dry cleaning and laundry to your home. So no one wants to make the four trips to the dry cleaners there and back to drop off there and back to pick up. You forget your shirt, Friday night comes and you forgot to go grab that shirt. Now you're without your your favorite dry clean shirt. And, and, you know, for the price of a couple of Starbucks or, or Chipotle burritos, you can get your laundry delivered for $15 a week. And we thought with Instacart and and Favor and these other really cool uh, offerings coming uh delivery is is where things are going and mm-hmm. and this technology didn't exist in in the dry cleaning and laundry space until now do you have an app like do people request it on an app yeah I, I, exactly so okay. you you download the app you can set up recurring um you know a recurring schedule so every monday at 8 a.m i want you to come pick up at my home or at my office and then return to me two days later at the same place or or vice versa and uh, we, we take care of everything. So we come grab it, uh, service it, get it cleaned or dry cleaned and bring it back to you at the same price as if you were to drive over to the dry cleaners yourself. And I think I read somewhere that you're growing rapidly. I mean, you've only been in business, did you say a year? Yeah, we're expanding to uh, other Texas markets uh, in the in the next, you know, call it six to nine months. Uh, we are still growing in Austin, experiencing a ton of growth in Austin alone. And want to make sure we iron out all the wrinkles in our business model before oh, we apply that. That was actually a really good. good so clever. Con. So good I bet con. I bet you've never used that line before, Ryan. <laughs> for the first, I got a ton of them. Dad, you know, I'm notorious for dad jokes. I have two daughters, a third on the way. So I, I am. Uh, I've got an arsenal of dad jokes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, tell us a little bit about the cause component and what you're doing with the Salvation Army. And I would love it if you would kind of tell us 
how that got integrated? Was this something that you integrated right from day one or is it something that kind of happened more organically? That's a great question. So no, it, it actually, we knew we wanted to do something cause-based and I'll give you a little bit of brief history and I'll try to be very succinct. Originally, my concept was I wanted to help stay-at-home moms uh, use their washer and dryer to make money. Uh, mm. you know, maybe they have to hold down two jobs, and they've got this washer and dryer. It's an investment, multiple thousands of dollars that they've invested in it, and it sits there idle. Could they do their their neighbor's laundry for extra income? And so that's what it originally started out as, and my wife said, I, I support you, and uh, I'll get some friends to help. And in the first month, uh, I think we had close to 2,500 pounds of laundry, and she said, I can't do this and all of our children. You need to go find someone else. So we started partnering with uh, the the best uh, commercial uh, dry cleaning and laundry providers in Austin, and they liked it because they were able to get incremental revenue from customers they wouldn't otherwise have access to with this delivery uh, tool. So we pivoted away from using the mothers to drive the clothes and do the laundry. And then I bumped into a, a homeless guy that was down by my by my building. And I'd seen him there many times and spoken with him. And we started, we got into a conversation and he explained to me this concept of freshies, socks. Uh, he said they were the most coveted item out on the streets of Austin because unlike shirts and jeans, you can't wear them for, for multiple days. And I immediately thought of my top drawer that I open every day, and it has, you know, an Argyle sock from, you know, my <laughs> my uh, corporate days. It has a ankle sock, a tube sock, uh, and they're all there orphaned. And I thought, well, Bill doesn't care what they look like. I could just load these up and go take them uh, to him. And he, he, you know, he was so elated, and the, the, you know, his facial expression made me realize that hey, there's something here. So I immediately reached out to the Salvation Army actually got a connection to the Salvation Army from another homeless kid that that uh, that I know from downtown Austin named Chris, who's helped me a ton with building press. He connected me to Salvation Army, and uh, it was a no-brainer from there. They, they were more than happy to receive the socks, and we've delivered uh, well over, I think, 100 pounds of socks to date. So we wanted to get the ball rolling. We didn't want to spend a lot of time trying to go through the bureaucracy of getting some kind of partnership and doing some big launch. We wanted to start day one. So now we allow our customers to donate their gently used clothing and socks during our pickups of our subscription. Uh, and we drop that off to the Salvation Army free of charge for them after we we clean it. So that's just to clarify, you're, you're giving people like a bag. Do right. they have to request the donation service as well? Or is it just? No. So weekly? what they do is they set a nondescript bag, a trash bag full of clothes right next to their press branded bag when we show up on their weekly pickup. And we take that and leave them a receipt from the Salvation Army. And is it just socks or can they donate other clothing? We, we take all items. I mean, the Salvation Army has, you know, small children down there that need clothes, believe it or not, yeah, all yeah. the way up to, to, you know, the senior citizen. So any type of clothes are needed. We saw socks and that's kind of what we, what we uh, decided to make our flagship uh, mm -hmm. offering, but, but mm -hmm. you're welcome to offer anything. And we, we're, we'll also take offerings. If you're not a press customer, reach out to us. We'll find a way to come pick it up from you during our routes, even if you're not a customer of ours. That's fantastic. Joe, I think you need to get the app and be like, I live in Newton, Massachusetts, <laughs> and I have a bag full of clothing. I would like to donate. One day, one day. We'll get there. We'll get there soon. Hey, you know what? I, I, I just can't still believe that after dropping all that laundry off at his house that Ryan's still married. Right? <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> What'd yeah, you say? Yeah. You did like hundreds of pounds of laundry at your house? <laughs> my wife is like. Yeah, my, my wife was not happy with me. I hope you have some good photos of that, like her with like re- really pissed off look, just like in, in mounds of laundry after somebody other somebody else's dirty clothes. And and eight months pregnant. So. Oh, she is a saint. I know. I think we need to raise some money so we could send you to sensitivity training, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, I wouldn't be where I was without her. She, she is definitely the backbone of our family. So, so tell me about the tell me about the impact on this sock program with your business. Like, how soon was it before you realized that this was a great idea for your business? Um, I mean, I think we, I think the first time I gave the socks to Bill and I saw his face, I knew that it was a no brainer. Um, I didn't know at what scale I would be able to to drive it to. Um, what, what I tried to identify was what's an easy way that creates no friction in my current business to do something to help others, um, that is mutually advantageous for, for, you know, a cause and for my business. And this one was a no brainer. It doesn't cost us anything extra to just, you know, offer this service to, uh, our customers. And these are the same customers that want to donate to Salvation Army, but it's downtown. It's hard to get to. And we're we're making it a no brainer to donate your your old clothes instead of throwing them out, which people often do because it's easier. I think it's so smart and so important that you're using your business like it's not this doesn't. Yes, it takes you additional incremental cost to wash socks that you're not getting paid for, but you're using your business and your product to do good. We uh, just had a conference in Canada and we heard from Uber and that was like one of their number one cause marketing lessons was we have to showcase the product. So any cause campaign they do, they're showcasing the product. And interestingly, they also do a donation pickup with goodwill. Right. Um, But I think it's so smart for you to offer this to people who aren't even your subscription customers because you're like, look how easy this is. So you're, you are already showcasing your, your, your product to, Existing customers, obviously, but also people who may not be a customer yet. And you know what it is too, Ryan, is it allows you to have a conversation with prospective customers that isn't always around your product or service. But it kind of is. You know, like but it's, it's not necessarily it, about become a customer, but it's like, hey, this is how we do this. That's right. And so by explaining the sock thing, yeah. you're explaining your business model without explaining your business model. Yeah. No, I mean, and I think that's really the power of cause too, is that it allows you to lead with something else that Mm -hmm. is very attractive to people because they look at it and they say, wow, this is a great thing, you know, because I mean, let's face it too, Ryan, in a lot of instances too, with dry cleaning and laundry services and stuff like that. I mean, you know, it's a commodity for a lot of people, right? You know, you get it done here or you get it done here and stuff, you know, cause would seem to give you a real edge. I believe it does. And, and, you know, I don't want to have a monopoly on this cause. I challenge other dry cleaners and laundry mats to, to do the same. Mm, don't, don't great. let me reap all the benefits. Like, I, I, here's the open patent on how to do it, you know, go do it. I was involved in a startup before this. Um, and, and you mentioned Uber, my co-founder, Ryan, the other Ryan, uh, actually worked for Uber in San Francisco. So mm. he, he and my other co-founder Nelson, uh, are very cause focused as well. Uh, but, but back to the, the point of, you know, we don't want to have a monopoly on this. It's been really good for us. And sure, it landed me on this show with you guys, right? So it, it's the it's ultimate prize. I mean, I mean, I, I made it. This is the that's right. You, this you, is it. You know, you said I have but, Oprah. I can be on Ellen or I can be on Cause Talk Radio. And you're like, it's a no brainer. Cause Talk Radio. 
I, I, hey, you, you know, I, uh, everybody to each their own and, and to you, uh, to me, you guys are Oprah. So awesome. We're cause Oprah. That's right. <laughs> I'm more like Dr. Phil, I think. <laughs> I don't know that that's a good thing. You get a cause, you get a cause. You, um, you know, you've been uh, looking at your LinkedIn profile. You're a serial entrepreneur and you've been, you know, it's not like you've spent your life in a, the dry cleaning service, right? In the laundry service. And, and, you know, do you look at this now? Do you look at cause and say, wow, you know, maybe there's a way I could have used this with the other businesses that I was involved in, or maybe uh, I should have started that sooner. Do you feel that way or do you feel like you're hitting it at just the right time? No, I actually feel the opposite. I think the the companies that I was at prior I kind of uh, set the foundation for me. So, you know, the first company I was at that brought me to Austin was very successful, had an IPO. They had a program called Geeks to Give, and it yeah. was all about geeks giving back. Uh, that was a company called Solar Winds, and then I went to Sparefoot, which was one of the most philanthropic uh, companies I've ever been exposed to. And they did pop-up street stores where they, you know, would take in donations and they would do the store right there on the street and let homeless people come in. And so those things resonate, you know, resonated with me. And 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 I said, okay, I want to find something I can focus on when I build my own business. And so that I think those companies have all done really great jobs. And I think Austin in general. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. the, the Austin startup games, there's a lot of phila philanthropy in Austin mm -hmm. and we just wanted to add, you know, more fuel to the fire. No, I agree. I think, you know, there's a lot of progressive things in Austin. I mean, one of the things that Megan and I watch every year too is with South by Southwest, you know, because every year they seem to have some type of innovative thing that's giving back or raising money for the homeless and stuff. And some of them actually have been controversial too, uh, but always interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Austin's an eclectic town. We moved here ten years ago, fell in love with it. I'll never leave. Um, but it, it's an interesting town, and it's got a nice mix of people. And I think that you know it kind of embodies the American spirit. And you're you're not always going to agree with with everyone, but Austin kind of proves that it that it can work. And uh, I, I couldn't be more proud of my city and kind of the tech ecosphere that you know companies like Capital Factory and TechStars are are uh, uh, investing in. I'm curious to know, Ryan, if you have you stumbled across anything doing this Socks for Souls program that's been surprising or maybe a little bit rockier than you expected? Like, has this all been totally smooth sailing or have you been given pause? <laughs> yeah, that's a great, that's actually a great question. So, I mean, did you no, bring like question, all so the socks home first and say to your wife, could you match all these? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, that, that, so that's the hard part, right? Like you get a bag full of socks and it's like a baby sock and like a, you know, a tube sock and like these two can't go together. So it's mm -hmm. like, uh, these are close enough uh, where a, you know, a, um, a child or an adult could wear these is kind of more of the, the cohorts that you build for the socks. But that has been the most challenging part. You're absolutely right. Just matching them up. Well, and I think that is such a common cause challenge. And I don't mean matching socks. I just mean logistics. Yeah. I mean, we hear this time and time and time again, I, I was interviewing somebody from Marks and Spencer over in the UK and they were talking about, they do a lot of, um, clothing kind of like H and M does. You can bring in your clothing to their stores and they'll recycle them with Oxfam. Um, but they were trying to do workplace pickups and they, it was very successful, but it was just too much on yeah. their business logistically. And so they discontinued the workplace pickup program because it was just too labor intensive. So um, I think it's interesting. That's always a consideration. And it's, I, I feel like it's always the thing that people don't think about. And then they're like, I'm, I'm surprised that matching socks is hard, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I guess, well, you know, I hate it driven. 
I think that I think we're we're pretty relentless with the data, and we're constantly you know just li- listening to the data is very important. So when they made that cut, I'm sure there there was empirical data that said, hey, this is what the decision we have to make, um, and and that's how we operate. And right now, we don't see us stopping doing this. It's you know physically solvent for us to continue to offer this to, to everyone. Mm-hmm. And we're going to continue to make a pledge to do that. Well, you, you know what I think is so critical, and you said it earlier, Ryan, is the word frictionless. Like, mm. what is that thing that you can add to your business that you're already doing that you could do for exactly. a good cause? I mean, that's what everyone is, you know, everyone is trying to figure out in the sense, like, we do this. How can we, you know, do this for a great cause? Even if it's donating, like, extra product that we make and manufacturing and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, do you think, Ryan, what are your recommendations? I mean, obviously, frictionless is is something that's important. But what would you recommend to other entrepreneurs on the line right now that are saying, hey, this could be a good thing for my startup, too? What's the best way for me to go about this? Yeah, so I think it starts with first and foremost finding something you're passionate about. If you're passionate about it, you're going to continue to make the investments and put the energy into it. So that that should be first and foremost. And for for most of us, there's some cause that just throughout our life, we've Mm -hmm. invested a few dollars here, donated here. So find that cause first and foremost. Um, Then see if you can apply it to your business model in some way, in in a frictionless way that your business is able to easily contribute to that cause. And if, if it's not the right cause, like it wasn't for us with stay-at-home moms, um, find what your next biggest cause is. Maybe there will be an opportunity to revisit your first, but uh, find something that you can easily apply into your just daily operation uh, and make it something that you think that you can easily train and that you're team will get behind. So I think really the, the secret sauce is your team has to believe in this this um, you know, this cause as well. And if they do, people will move mountains to get things done for you, especially when you're uh, building businesses or you're fundraising for causes. So if they know every person I sign up means that you know, 1.3 pair of socks go to a homeless person, and that's how they calculate it in their mind, people will stay extra long and drive harder to, to make sure that they're, um, you know, helping uh, have an impact on that cause. Yeah, it's such an important point. Do you involve employees in the sock drop off or do they volunteer at Salvation Army? Any of that to kind of really cement that cause tie? Yeah, it's it's interesting. We we argue over who gets to take them down there. It's just such a fun day. Like you walk in with this bag. I mean, it's like Santa Claus it's with like a Santa. bag full of socks. You know, Sox walking Santa. in, and you're just like so happy. Like, guys, yeah, you guys got freshies for everyone, and and everybody knows what that means on the streets. You know, we thought it was interesting. There's like this whole coin phrase that we found other people that are raising freshies all across the United States. People handing them out their their car windows, taking their kids downtown to give them out. Um, we just we want to take care of uh, of our communities, and it starts with you know the the you know with everyone in society being uh, involved and and included. And I think once we do that, uh, magical things can happen. Mm-hmm. It just occurred to me. I'm wondering. So homeless people obviously have some socks. Is there an opportunity there for you to extend this to the cleaning piece of it, like, or is that just not a doable? task when you say so right now we do clean the 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 um donated items before we take no no no. i mean like people people that are already in the salvation army system like that have been wearing socks on the streets for two weeks or do they just become 
Yeah, so we, we've damaged. explored, like, how could we help? Uh, they, they do have laundry mats on site uh, mm-hmm. to do some of the laundry there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's difficult. Sometimes they're in use. If you've only got like, two or three pairs of socks, it's difficult to rotate through. So we've explored ways that we could impact them to, to self-service some of their own laundry. Uh, as we get to scale, I think I want to continue to invest in my partnership with the Salvation Army and equip them with the tools to to kind of you know service some of these things themselves. Uh, Ryan, I got a question for you, though. Like, So we have startups on the line right now, right? They're listening and they're thinking about how they apply in this business and stuff. Let me throw, at, throw you a couple startups, and I want you to tell me quickly what you think you would do, okay? Okay. All right, on the spot. All right. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so how about a startup donut shop? What could <laughs> they do to give back? So a startup donut shop. Yeah. So they make like pay like – Yeah, it's in the name. They make donuts. donuts I, yeah, I right. Right, they make donuts. So, what would you, what would you do? I mean, you know. All right, all right, no, no, no. That's a good one. That's a good one. So, I'll tell you what happened to me today. On yeah. my run from the gym this morning, I run right past a local donut shop. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want me to say their name or not. Yeah, go ahead. They're out of Portland. They're, uh, they're Voodoo Donuts. They're on oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We went there. So. I went there when I was in Portland, right, Megan. So, yeah. I know. So knows. I run past there. I run past there. And I know that they only take cash. And so there's always a couple of homeless people there. There's a young kid named Brian there just this morning, 19-year-old kid. I see him out on the streets every day. He hangs out there because he knows that they only allow cash and people coming out of there have changed. So finding out a way to allow them to buy a donut for a homeless person, I think people have a little bit of head trash about giving money to the homeless, the fear of drugs or, or alcohol. So being able to let them buy an extra donut while yeah. they're in there for the homeless people of uh, like their that. community, and you you sell an extra donut in the process, and they get to feel good because they bought somebody a meal. I like that. It's like that. the pizza. It's I like, like that. That's right. Marshall's That's right. Thing. Well, you know what I think, too, is you can make a specialty donut, too, where you actually fill the hole in, in the donut, and then all the money from that goes to uh, the homeless because you're filling a need. What do you think of that? Then it's then it's not a donut. No, so you like you like Ryan's (laughs) idea. Okay, let's Ryan. I got one more for you. Okay, I I want you to pick. uh, Okay, so this startup that I'm thinking about is a lingerie store for men. Oh, jeez. It's a lingerie (laughs) store, a startup store. So you're in Austin. You open up a new store, and you're like, I'm selling lingerie for men. Okay, how would you use that? How would you give back with that? Mm, that's an interesting one. Lingerie yeah. for men. That's yeah, right. I mean, I guess if you really wanted to help me out, you could donate some to me to help my <laughs> my wife of almost 10 years to find me attractive. Well, I, well, I guess you, you do one. need I, some appeal. You know what I mean? You you got to be working on something like this, you know? <laughs> I, I'd have to think about that one. I'm sure there's an angle in there to, to work with uh, with some cause that, that's right. that, uh, that needs, uh, you know, to it. Uh, maybe here, here you go. Here's one. Yeah. Uh, maybe you work with uh, local, um, you know, uh, wedding count or what are they called? Marriage counselors yep. that are helping people that are having a rocky relationship, and you want to donate some lingerie to help them spice it back up. <laughs> you get into these customers that are already looking for ways to, to kind of get the bedroom exciting again. Well done, Ryan. <laughs> well done. Hey, this guy's for real. I thought I, I was know, really right? going to put him on the spot. Go yet. do those things. Both yeah. two companies, go do those things. I challenge you, and I promise you'll win if you do them. <laughs> I'm really sorry about this, Ryan. Sometimes he just comes out of left field with this random stuff. Yeah. You did excellent. You did no, excellent. No, good. I, 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 love, I love it. You are an entrepreneur through and through. 
He's a causepreneur. That's so. right, a causepreneur. That's what Megan and I call them. So you're definitely that. Well, well Ryan, I, I appreciate you guys knighting me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, it has been so fantastic to learn more about press cleaners and socks for souls. Where can people find more about you if they'd like to do that online? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Uh, definitely look us up on Facebook, Press Cleaners. I'm on LinkedIn. If you're a young entrepreneur, I, I love young entrepreneurs. I'm happy to help. Uh, to my wife's dismay, I will stay up you know, talking with you online probably till three o'clock in the morning about your ideas. So find me on mm. LinkedIn and shoot me an ad. Happy to help in any way and, and provide value to anyone uh, trying to raise awareness for a cause. Excellent. And we will include those links in the show notes. Joe, where can people find you online? Uh, people can find me on Twitter talking to Megan and to press at Joe Waters. Uh, people can also find me at my blog, obviously, at selfishgiving.com. Uh, sign up for my email newsletter. Get seven great cause marketing graphics. And don't forget to check out the new Partnership Accelerator. Megan, what about you? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. And of course, you can find show notes, like Joe said, at SelfishGiving.com, as well as CauseUpdate.com. And one final request, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast so that you do not miss an episode. And while you're there, leave us a review. Yeah. We really love reading your reviews. And even if you have some suggestions, we would love to hear them as well. So please head on over there and do that. And make sure you subscribe to Cause Download Radio the Super. press app while you're in there. There you and go. I like that. App. See? See? Go, Absolutely. It's a twofer. With one stone. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for tuning in today. And on behalf of Ryan and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you for being with us today. And we'll talk to you next time. 